You live? We alive. All right, bet, bet, bet. So you know the vibes. Let's get it, man. Celestial Conversations episode. I got to continue the streak. 40? 40. 40 piece? Yes, sir. Heard you. You got it right. Got you. That's a little inside joke. I always get the episode wrong every week. I'm always <laughs> I'm always saying the wrong number. But yeah, man, as always, it's your boy King Vaughn on the mic. You can follow me at KingXVaughn underscore on Instagram and Rugby underscore Reggie. This is Celestial Conversations episode 40. And to my right, as always, Grundy the Ghost. You can follow me at The Grundy Show on Instagram and Twitter. But most importantly, follow us, the podcast, at Celestial underscore Conversations on Instagram and Celestial Convos on Twitter. Yes, yes, please do. And, um, also keeping the streak going this week of having guests. I think we've had guests on every episode so far this year. For I the think most so, part. Yeah. For the most yeah. part. So we got three guests here. Um three more guests here with us today, including two beautiful women. So y'all can introduce yourselves first. Oh, it's Mary. <laughs> Nothing really special. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Mary? Thanks for joining us. And a returning guest. Yes, my name is Samantha Rachel. You guys can follow me on Instagram at Samantha Rachel with three L's. Yes, yes. So the two sisters, and then last but not least, my guy. I think your mic is off, bro. Your boy Greg. You can follow me at two underscores Wayne B. Yes, yes. So uh, this is the uh, this is the, the people we got here for this episode today, man. So nice little nice little guest guest list, and um, we got a nice discussion for y'all as well today. So we're talking about a lot. And it should be a good conversation and everything like that. But before we get into that, man, how's everybody doing? How's everybody's mental health? How's everybody day going and everything like that? Everybody good? Yes. Everybody's good? Yes, sir. Happy to hear. Happy to hear. on Friday, so you know. Oh, for real? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I've been doing therapy for like two months. I did not know you had a therapist. Yeah, man. That's pretty dope. Get with it, man. Is it a black therapist? Yeah. Wow. Yo, so listen, for everybody who's listening... Go on to you know, what's the? It's called Black Men Health. Mm-hmm. They're doing eight free therapy sessions. So you go on there, blackmenhealth.com. They're doing eight free therapy sessions. Black men, you know, Thanks. black therapists. Get with it, man. Yo, that's, that's what's happening, up, bro. That's what's needed for real, for real. That's important, especially since we're in Black History Month. That's very, very yeah. important. But um, so black men have so men. Wait, one more time, bro. My fault. Black Men Health. Okay, I was right. So blackmenhealth.com. For sure. So definitely, definitely go and look into that. Because a lot of people, I don't know if about you, but a lot of people was asking when we did the mental health episode when mm. we mentioned in pre-production, a lot of people were asking like if we know any places to get therapy or any black therapists to reach out to. So Greg just plugged it for y'all so for the people who still was having that question. Y'all go to therapy? As, nah. But one of our, my man Warren, who was on that episode with us, he goes to therapy and everything like that. And he was just emphasizing how he feels as though it's important for black people to seek out therapy and if they do, make sure it's a black therapist and everything like that. So yeah, it's dope. Yeah, I don't sure. go to therapy yet, but I will be going soon. I just got referred to a a black lady, so I'll be going to her. Facts. That's what's up. Releasing my problems. <laughs> it's necessary. It's necessary. Y'all ever considered therapy, Sam or Mary? Um, no, actually, I've never. Con- I've just talking to the mic. Talking to the mic. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so good. No, I don't. I haven't considered. It. I don't feel as though I need therapy. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, what? I used to work in mental health with adults and children. Mm-hmm. I've never felt the need for therapy. Okay. Yeah. I gotcha. think I'm very vocal with issues I have. Like Got you. Speaking. She so is. I know a person. <laughs> she is. Got you. Well, that's good, though. That's that's good. You're not one to, to hold in your problems. You're, you're open to speaking about them and letting them, you know what I mean, get out there. 
get it off your chest for lack of a better term, which is good, which is good because that's part of the problem. I feel like most people do the opposite of that, and that's where all the stress builds up and everything like that. But um, yeah, might have, might need to have a part two to that conversation as Indeed. well. Most of the episodes we do is part two because it's, it's, it's all like we said it from the first episode we did. Everything will have continuous parts because right. everything keeps expanding and advancing every day. So exactly, every discussion can be continued in some way, shape, or form. But uh, with that being said, what are we talking about today, bro? Today we have three topics that fall into one. Uh, the first one is male and female relationship roles. Yep, yep. Uh, dating, talking, and setting expectations or intentions mm-hmm. during the dating stage. And the other one, well, that's three, right? Wait, yeah. I think you forgot the big S word. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I got at the top. My bad. Submission. <laughs> Submission is the other one. That's the third one. I'm like, damn. Facts. So submission, read them again, male and female relationship roles, mm-hmm. dating, talking, and setting expectations or intentions during the dating stage. Right. Yeah. So where do you want to start? Because like I said, they all do kind of, they are they all are going to mesh together in some way, but um, where do you want to start? <clears throat> I guess we should start with dating, talking, and expectations or intentions. Right. So, which essentially just goes back to a continuous topic that we have on here pretty much every episode is communication. Communication. Facts, which is something that Grundy and I feel like isn't isn't really done well in our community or within our generation. Um, and so, with that being said, just to take it one step further, when we're dealing with the opposite sex, um, do you feel as though like we communicate well with one another when then whether we meet somebody and when it comes to setting expectations or setting intentions or whatever the case may be, do you feel like that's communicated well between one another? That smirk makes me think, hell no. <laughs> no. <laughs> because things change. Like you can start off like, all right, we're just gonna be having sex. Um, you can yeah. start off like we're just gonna be having sex. Right. Feelings can change from either side. People don't really speak on it. They'll mm-hmm. either leave or stay, like so no I don't. Right. Yeah. Why do you think that is, though? I think our generation, like, people are too scared to be played or get their feelings hurt, so they rather do it first or yeah. mm-hmm. just walk off or leave. That makes so, sense. Yeah, I, I feel like no one's really mature. That's, That's a fair. great point. That's a fact. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's fair. A, fact. a lot of people's pride and egos get in the way. Mm-hmm. Right. What about you, Grass? Are you shaking your head as well? My thing is, I think with our generation, I think it's all... People are more, you know, having relationships through their cell phones without having relationships face to face. Talk about it. You know, you can text somebody all day, but y'all might like how should I put it? Y'all can have y'all can have conversations all day, but then when y'all get face to face, you can't have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And my mm-hmm. thing is, is that you know, it can take me two minutes to come up with a with a response to your text message, and that'd be the perfect response. But if we face to face, I gotta come up with something like right there, instantaneously. Right there the spot. And a lot of people can't do that. A lot of people's communication is off because they don't know how to come up with that response right off rip. Like, mm-hmm. and I think that's what the problem is. I think that's the biggest problem we have. I can agree, very much so. I can definitely agree, Sam. What, can you go over the question one more time? Because I feel like we're like all over the place. <laughs> Um, when it comes to communicating, like when you first meet the opposite sex and everything like that, and I guess trying to set expectations or figure out what you guys are doing, do you feel like that's communicated correctly? 
Um, or at all, even really. I feel like it's important to set expectations and tell each other your intentions, but it's like when you first meet the person, it's like, I don't know. For me, it's like the other person is way too worried with trying to impress me and like just going along with the flow. So they kind of hide their true intentions. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that, that happens way too often, just like Mary said. That's mm -hmm. another good point. I didn't even consider that as far as trying, I guess, be too cool or to yeah. impress the girl instead of just being yourself and seeing how she reacts off that. Yeah. That makes sense as well. That definitely makes sense. How do you think we fix that? Um, Which part? The More so the last part, like, more so just on your true self the whole entire time and not putting on facade and then <clears throat> six months down the line, you showing your real self and then the opposite... Your partner, your opposite sex, maybe, don't like that. I think maybe confidence is where it starts. Because if you're not confident in your own skin or in owning your truth, I guess, for lack of a better term, you're going to be kind of afraid to show that to a stranger when you first meet. So I think having a sense of or a level of confidence, you know what I mean, to be able to, all right, just me and Sam, which as an example, me and Sam are going now. This is the first time we're meeting. Um comfortable with who I am and I want her to see who I truly am off rip so I'm just going to be myself as opposed to maybe trying to think who I want or think about who I think she wants me to be and I like make up an image of whoever I think she would rather me be instead of just being myself if that makes yeah, sense it does. so I think it starts with confidence what about Great you answer. guys I what think it goes Great with confidence answer. because if you're not owning up to who you really are you're not confident and secure with yourself right but at the same time, some people might be ashamed of who they are, you know, like, so with me, when I first, like, before I got into the relationship I'm in now, mm -hmm. you know, I was trying to, you know, I was trying to be this good guy, you know, but knowing deep down, I'm like, I'm out here doing something I'm not supposed to be doing. Like, I'd be cheating, I'd be doing all the stuff I wasn't supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. So then when you meet someone that you really like, and you're like, all right, maybe if I tell her like the true me she's not gonna you know respond to that as well mm -hmm. like when i told you before in the last episode it's like this is the first time like i've really been you know open and it's like being able to say you know before you like look i wasn't shit like i was out here running game i was out here cheating mm -hmm. and before then you know i told her and she was like well all right cool like we could just go from there you know, it's being able to, I was nervous that as soon as I told her that or I showed that to her, she would run. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I found somebody who, you know, was able to stick through that and deal with that. That's important. That's back to communication. You told her. If you wouldn't have told her and she'd have found out on her own, it would have probably been something different. See, with me before, my communication was terrible. My communication was bad. But you you found somebody that you felt comfortable enough with explaining to her, like, hey, before you, I was a whore. I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. So true. She was with all that. So. But I think it was because me and her were friends first. That's you know, me and her were like real friends. And then things started getting deeper and deeper. And I was like, all right, well, maybe I should just disclose this before we start diving into something deeper i've told you my past i've told you like the stuff that i've been to so you know is this what you really want to do 
Mm. So. I feel like being friends first definitely helps. I feel like my best relationships were people that I was genuinely friends with first because they get mm-hmm. to know the real you. Right. But that it, it's crazy that you say that because, you know, I think that's why it's so hard for people to communicate now because people are looking for somebody who they've always been friends with. And now that our relationship is through our phones, you can't really go up to somebody and actually have a conversation with them. Like, if we're out, if all three of us are out, and we see y'all, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna walk up to her. And I come up to you, it's like, why is he talking to me? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's like, people want to know people, but they, you know, they're scared to communicate. Not necessarily, because I would rather someone come to me face to face. Like I don't do the online dating. You're like one out of like. 50 I know, but because some people are like a that. lot of women are like, all right, why? Because I've tried that. I've tried that multiple times, and then they have their friend like, oh no, come here, girl, come on, we gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> Uber like, outside. I mean, that, and they drove. That I've learned to understand drove. because of Twitter. It's like because I keep seeing that mentioned on Twitter. It's like. All right, why is why is the friend always cock blocking? Like, why is you always trying to pull your friend away? I'm trying to talk to her, and all the friends have always, always responding like, "We're doing that because we know what she likes and doesn't like, and you're not it, so that's why we're pulling her away." Mm. So I've learned to understand that, but at the same time, at the same time, at the same time, I also don't really understand the side of women having or saying something like, "Why are you talking to me?" I'm obviously approaching you or talking to you because. I saw you, were attracted to you, and have interest. So the whole question of why are you talking to me, I feel like that's kind of a rhetorical question. You, you know why I'm in front of your face. Up. <laughs> right. Girls really say that? Yeah. Yes. Or body they might not. They might not say that initially, but it's either their body language or they're not really paying attention to you. You mm-hmm. know, you know, like, it's, it's weird. And it you just goes to, back to the, oh, no, go ahead. You have to take in consideration of their maturity level. Maybe they're not ready for <laughs> Talk another about it. person. Like maybe they just are in their whole phase, or maybe they they're not interested in you. Right, but, but instead, but instead of why not rude. just say that? Because I would it just goes back to communication. Why not just tell me, yo, I'm not interested, instead of like being mad nonchalant. You know how many cases there were where women tell men, no, I'm not interested, and they got punched. <laughs> yes, you're right. I've seen like That's what right. there was. This, just talking to the mic. Just talking okay. to the mic. This woman on the train, she told some guy she didn't want him. He stabbed her. You're right. It, it's it's dangerous. Strong. It's dangerous out here for women. So I again, I get that. So see, see, this is why we have these conversations so I can learn all sides of the of the sphere. You know what I mean? So I get that. That's fair. It's it's scary out here for women these days. Yes. It really, really is. So I have to be more cognizant and aware of that. But the point you made about maturity is very, very, very valid, for sure. Very valid because it's a lot of women out here who. I'm not going to lie, like, I'm starting to, to disagree with the whole women mature faster than men thing because sometimes it's like the women I come in contact with, it just doesn't really, I just, it, that just don't add up. Talk about <laughs> it. For real, for real. Talk about it. For it's real, for real. It's getting there a little bit. So, yeah, I'm, t- I'm, I'm taking the pot to the next level. Yeah, no, I see, I see. <laughs> in, Joe, in Joe Budden's voice. You, you about to drop 81. <laughs> 81, I'm going for it. I'm going for it. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think we all, yes. But I'm not going to generalize it to specifically to women. Like, men can be just as immature as women. It's not like a, a, a sex thing, really. But I don't know. I just, regardless, it just all goes back to that C word, which is communication. At the end of the day, no matter what facet of 
whether it's expectations, intentions, where you want the relationship to go, all that shit gets fucked up when one side of the one one side of the party just chooses not to communi- to communicate. Um, and that's what it always goes back to, in my opinion. So, you know what I also think plays a huge factor in relationship? What's These that? memes that we got out here, like social media. Like will make it seem like showing your emotions makes you an automatic bitch. Right. Like, Should have been here you last like week, woman, Sam. You're gay. Oh my god. <laughs> like if you show a woman your feelings, you're gay. <laughs> like what? Right. It's <clears throat> yeah. Social media is the oh man. Social media plays a, a weird big part in relationships. Yo, I saw a post yesterday. So, hold on. <laughs> yeah, I'll, we might be talking about the same post because I see what yesterday where it said um, the girl was like. Uh, when he when he expresses his emotions to you and then you use them to get back, <laughs> yeah, we, we yo, talked about that before. I, I talked about that last week. I talked I'm about like, that. yo, it's so I fucked saw up. It just yesterday, I'm like, wow, is woman really out here doing that? It's like that's kind of wild. I saw one that said, "If my nigga can't find his glasses, I think that's gay." I was like, <laughs> what? Wait, what? What? He, if he can't see, he can't see. How is that gay? What? Or like, I saw yeah. one where it was like. If she didn't pick up her phone, she must want you to meet her side, nigga, bro. Pull up. Whoa. Like, wait. Whoa. Toxic. Like, that shit was so Social media is makes everybody else, like, that people shit have me went thinking my dudes. Some people, some people yeah. troll, but that just, I feel like once people see it, it's, they get that idea yeah. in their head, and it's mm-hmm. just, it just goes. It's like snowball effect. Because mm-hmm. you see how many likes, and you're like, yo, how many people think like that? Exactly. Mm-hmm. How many what? retweets? That's the thing. It's like, are you just laughing at it, or is this really the type of, like, this is, this is really the ideology that you go, you know, you, live, you live your life by? Mm-hmm. Crazy. It's scary out here. It's really scary. <laughs> so, between communication and then social media, those are definitely two things that I think skew our generation's uh, interaction with the opposite sex. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, now, I don't know which one is more toxic but it might be one a one b to be honest with you also um like these famous people how they're passing around the same couple of women yeah it Talk just about seem it. like everybody's probably like that women like mm-hmm. that women are looking for men for a bag men are looking for women for looks like right it just gives people a idea of yeah like well a false idea of what they believe every woman's out here doing That's give us give us an example of who's being passed around right now uh Ari. thank you <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, she's being. Well, I don't think like with her salt. situation. I just think she just don't mess with broke niggas. That's really it. It's not her being a whore. She's dating all these men. They're all claiming her. It's not like she's just pop. Like each dude is claiming her. So she must be doing something. What you guys say, bro? Just no comment. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I appreciate listen, the no comment. I, I don't know. I don't comment. know about what she does. I can't comment, but. I appreciate the no comment, but <laughs> just to, like I said, we had this, we had a whole conversation about social media last week and just how uh, it kind of goes into this episode too, because we're talking about expectations and how social media can determine one's expectations when it comes to dealing with the opposite sex or dealing with their relationship and everything like that. Um, but I feel like with that being said, I feel like we don't really... Well, that might be a generalization, a generalization, but I feel like we kind of discredit like the actual person we're dealing with and just focus on, like I said, social media sometimes too much. Hmm. And what we think, what we think we should be receiving from the the opposite sex, I think is based off social media instead of maybe our own morals or how we were raised. That's a fact. And that can kind of go into 
the second piece, which is like male and female roles when it comes to dating. So I feel like now we see things on social media that says the men should be doing X, Y, and Z and the woman should be doing ABC. And we focus, oh, because social media said this, this is how the first date should go because Lori Harvey is doing whatever the fuck. That's how I want my man to treat me. You know what I mean? So I feel like instead of just living how maybe your parents raise you, what you actually feel is right, what you think you would want from a man, we focus on what these celebrities are getting from one another in social media. So, but there is a, there is a, there is something you should always be doing. Like, there, like there is a man's role in a relationship. All right. So what is it? Courting, you know, always, you know, like with me, I always open the door. <laughs> oh, Same space. What's me the Mary, me, No, nothing. Me and Mary have this conversation in the car and that was the first word she used for a male's rose. Courting. courting. You so. have to court. You have to. Because once you stop courting, you lose her. Yeah. Because that's the one thing I've learned is women cheat because they're not getting something in a relationship. So once you stop giving that thing that you were doing in the beginning, then you lose it. Once you stop opening the door for her, once you stop pulling her chair out, pulling her chair out, you know, there's things that a man does in a relationship that, you know, says, you know, it's the little things that I'm going to do to keep you. Okay. And it's funny because I talked about courting on the last episode. Sure did. It's very important. Yeah, courting and chivalry. Yeah, because it's. <laughs> yeah, you got it. It's. I've realized once you once you stop doing those things, once you stop doing those things that you know you did to get her, then it's over. Because mm-hmm. in my opinion, dating never stops. Never. Never. You still got to impress her because it's still 17 other niggas and sliding her DMs daily. Yo, what's up? Waiting for you to fuck up. Yep. So you got to you gotta continue to court her. You ain't got to do it big every time. You can write her a card instead of buying a card. You can do simple stuff, but as long as you give her that attention, you're going to keep her. Ladies, what do you think? The, yeah, the definitely right. Once <laughs> you start paying me no mind, somebody else. Yeah, you're going to treat me like a regular <laughs> nigga on the street. Exactly. We just live together. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, like the text messages are always slow up like it's like like in the beginning we always going to talk you know we're always going to figure like but after a while i start knowing the things that you're doing instead of saying what are you doing i'm going to already know what you're doing instead Mm -hmm. you like pick up on the schedules yeah yeah, so you you it's other things that you have to pick up to you know keep the conversation going you know it's so paying attention to detail do you think that is part of the male role when it comes to dating so yeah, of course okay of course like do you do you guys value things like that yeah definitely. absolutely yes yeah okay like, always make her feel important like, mm-hmm. regardless don't get comfortable with her just because you guys have been together for a certain amount of time don't make her feel like you're comfortable with the way she is like always try to elevate her make her spill feel important special mm-hmm. like yeah. that makes sense can i throw y'all a little loop yeah. as we all know this situation on twitter happened between uh, Meek and Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. Now, I think we all know that Meek got Milano pregnant, correct? Mm-hmm. How would y'all feel if y'all were pregnant and oh I was tweeting God. my ex? Abort. It's like, I'm just like, oh, wow. <laughs> like, wow. No, you're not ready to be talking about your ex nothing to me or none of that or no line. Like, what are you doing? You're right. making me, you, all of us look stupid in this exactly. situation. I agree. Like, I'm 50 months pregnant and you still talking about 50 months. <laughs> somebody you dated years ago. 
Yeah. Like, no, this is not really happened. So yeah. hold on, how did how did that whole situation start? Did that whole situation start with me saying that her boyfriend had bootcut jeans yeah, I think and then so. they just down? It was bootcut jeans and then somebody made a picture of him posing in like tighter jeans in a Jimmy Jazz store and he was like, Oh man, they put bulls in bull in a Jimmy Jazz store. <laughs> I guess Nikki seen it and started posting pictures of meek with like tighter pants and ankle showing all right but if she coming at me then i got the right to respond at least once i gotta give her a, at least one bar if if she posts a picture of well, me you just clearly came at my nigga first that was that was weeks ago no i mean i think i think meek did kind of started he was kind of meek has been kind of coming at like i don't i hardly pay attention to shit like this but apparently meek was like the one that kind of was they kept coming at nikki's man or whatever and, and just saying reckless shit and then he had an actual altercation in the store I saw that. um and apparently, I don't know. So it's I don't know who started it, but the tweets that happened the other day. Them drinks, they was talking crazy. Now listen, if she's Super coming crazy. at me, if she's coming at me online, I got the right to at least respond once online. I don't do this personally, but the stuff that she was saying looked kind of foul. And this man went on for four hours though. So I'm tweeting. I'm tweeting Nikki back for four hours. And oh, he did it for four hours. Pretty much. Oh no, nah, yeah. that's not happening. You, you get one, remember, and that's, that's it. That's her husband. That's no longer just her boyfriend, a man she plans on like leaving soon. Right. They're married. That's she took his last name. That's a whole nother level of Ooh. disrespect. You're not ready coming, my husband. Boot cut You're Kenny. not ready coming, my boyfriend. Sheesh. Let alone my husband. Right. No. I feel right. that. I was just asking because, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend stuff, and Meek and Milano supposed to get she pregnant. I was just asking, how would y'all feel if I was tweeting my ex saying, bitch, your butt stink? Like. <laughs> And you yeah, got my no. baby on the way. Yeah, no, that's not that's unacceptable. Like he clearly still has some type of animosity or some type of feelings towards they Nikki. Both do. So you shouldn't. Yeah. Have, I don't feel like Nikki does. Nikki's moved on. Nikki's yeah. responding to what sure? he's saying. Sure? I feel as though. Are you a Barbie? I am a Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> Said that with confidence. Did the hair flip and everything? <laughs> Definitely a Barb. Yeah, no, that, that whole situation just sh- should not have happened. But right. back to the topic. Back to the topic. Right, right, right. <laughs> so yeah, just, just ladies, like, what do y'all feel? You guys' roles are in a relationship. We have, well, I mean, we only have, we had a man. What were you Granny responded to? So what do y'all feel is the opposite of that? Like, what do you feel is like your role would be in, is in a relationship and everything like that? Well, I am very pro fifty fifty. So the courting, the paying it. attention to detail, I feel like that's important on both ends, not just one. So um, when you say roles. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly shit because I feel like we should pretty much have the same roles. You're just the man and I'm the woman. There's okay. no paying all the bills. There's no no. We split everything. This is a relationship. I agree. So when it comes to Th- that's the- true, but you know I'm not going to be expecting you to pull my chair out for me or open my door for me if we go. Out. <laughs> We're not talking about <laughs> not that, that aspect that, of it. Not <laughs> I'm just that saying this. Of it. I'm just but there are certain things that a man always does. You know, right? But I'm more so as as Sam said, as far as like when it comes to to bills or paying for the like the house bills or paying for the bill if you guys go out. You know what I mean? If you guys go out to the movies. Is a guy paying for the ticket and the snacks, or are we split? Oh no, nah, that's I all fifty-fifty. I get the ticket, you get the snacks. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. So, or if it's, if it's house bills, am I? Whatever the case may be, so you believe it's fifty-fifty and not like the old way of thinking, as far as the man does everything and the wife and the wife just cooks and cleans and takes care of the kids or whatever the case Absolutely. may be. Absolutely, unless right. I mean, it's one of those situations where the man is like well established, and you know the woman is still trying to make her way or trying to chase her dreams then that's mm-hmm. different right but if you guys are pretty much on the same level as far as success then everything should be 50 50 
that's another good point as well. I get, I think financial status does kind of play a part. Yeah. Because um, I actually, this is relevant. Um, I do Uber and Lyft, and I had a girl in my car one day. She was going to, she was going to Cali or something like that for her friends for a friend's wedding, and one of her girlfriends was also going, and her her friend's girlfriend, excuse me, the girl that got in my car had uh-huh. a friend. Uh huh. Um, they were both going to Cali. Okay. And her boyfriend was going with her as well. Okay. The boyfriend was extremely well off. And apparently there was like a dispute with the guy and the girlfriend because the guy was super well off and wanted her to go with her him to Cali. But he was like pretty much pay for your own ticket and like your hotel room and everything like that. But apparently he makes like triple what she makes in salary. And so the girl I had in my Uber was like what do you think like you think this is right or do you think because he's so much more well off that he should just pay for the whole trip because he wanted her to go with him i don't think it's about being well off if he wanted her to go with her he should have paid for her yeah right period it doesn't even have anything to do with his money yeah but that's like inviting somebody out to a date and be like you gonna pay for yourself right yeah when the bill come no right (laughs) it depends if you don't got enough don't go Right, like you, you don't know any situations prior to that. Like maybe mm-hmm. he pays for everything. This time, I'm damn. Let me see if you got yourself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not ready to get you the whole time or every single time. Right, just Makes because sense. he has a bag does not mean it's your bag. Right, you have to. If you're not ready for a, you know, financially stable relationship, taking all these trips, you shouldn't expect that your man's definitely going to pay for you each time. Mm-hmm. But you just, wasn't with me shooting in the gym. <laughs> Thanks. Oh Thanks. Exactly. R.I.P. Kobe. Go ahead. Indeed, R.P. Mr. Kobe, Mr. like Kobe. Mamba. Indeed, indeed. So, what's what's your take then? Since you, I guess, are um, against courting or fifty-fifty. I'm. It it just depends. Like, if I'm in a relationship with a young man, of course, at first it's fifty-fifty. If we get married, that's when I feel like a woman should be more submissive. Like, you're the house. You're the head mm. of the household. You're the man. Doesn't mean I'm not going to help you. Doesn't mean I'm not going to help pay bills. But I feel like. Um, even in the beginning Adam was like with Adam and Eve like she was supposed to be his woman she was made for him like submissive like the man should be the more dominant person not saying like a woman should just be like alright hey my man's paying for everything I don't have to do anything but when it comes to certain roles like of course he's stronger than you he should be not saying more well off but like he should be like more not saying more established either like I don't know what word I'm trying to use but I just feel like women the reason our generation is the way it is now is because all women i'm strong i don't need a man lesbians there you you go not saying against lesbians you know i love y'all whatever but like you don't need a man they're taking the man out of everything you're you're putting our men down like they're supposed to have a certain role in our lives like come on of course i feel like the man like women should be submissive not no sucker shit not taking like getting beat or smack like hey go make my play no none of that but like there's a certain level of respect a a woman should have for her man like or you just gonna like nikki must have some respect for her man she's not gonna let nobody like right talk about bootcut kenny like that exactly you're not really talking about my man like like you know even though she's more well off than him like you can tell he still plays like a certain role to her like that's her man right yeah, she said. She said she's dropped some jewels. Indeed, I don't even know which one to comment on first. <laughs> well, the first one, one that stood out to me was definitely how a lot of women nowadays are more masculine, and a lot of men nowadays are more feminine. Yeah, I was. 
I was gonna try to stay away from that one. It's, you know, I it's could facts go, though. I could go oh, all no, day on that right. shit. It's, it's facts. It's based on oh yeah I'm media in a whole Definitely social media, music, television. They want men to be more soft. I, yeah, just, they do. I just don't think the audience ready for that conversation. They gotta yeah. be the CC over here. We <laughs> give them to them real raw. I could I could go I could go on on about that for the whole rest of this episode. But I'm gonna spare the audience. I'm gonna spare the audience. But you definitely definitely touched on a lot. Definitely touched on a lot. And a lot that I agree with because it's. Oh man, like I said, I don't, I don't even know. What, I don't I even know, where, know to where to start. To start. <laughs> I really, really don't. I really, really don't. Because she said a lot of great points. And how do you feel about it? What's your take on it? That's what I'm saying. Which part? <laughs> <laughs> Freestyle. <laughs> Top of your dome. Um. Well, I, I agree that yes, I agree with Sam saying that yes, it definitely. I feel like it should be 50-50. And then um, even with the the part about being submissive once the two are married, I don't know. I feel like that's that's in a way contradicting just based off the stuff that we said earlier as far as still, you know what I mean, still dating even, you know, as Grundy said, essentially forever dating, if that makes sense. Or he said it, so yeah, that, that does make sense. But you know what I'm referencing. Um so I guess if that's the case, after marriage, if you become submissive, then I, I guess like will kind of change that the dynamic of the relationship because would you say I, I guess beginning? you're like falling back in a sense or changing how you were in the relationship after the marriage, if that makes sense. Not so much. That's just like if me and you were talking, right? And we're just dating, right? I'm going to always make sure just like. Talking to the mic. I just, I just really want everything you're saying to get heard. Always make sure I have money with me. Not saying when we're married, I won't. Mm -hmm. But then I feel like, how can I put this? It, it doesn't really. It's not her changing or me changing. It's just we're married now. You're the head of the household. You should lead me. Mm -hmm. Like I should be like, if we're dating, you tell me, hey, don't wear that. You ain't buy it. I'm not worried about none of that. Like, but mm. once we're married, I have to definitely respect you. Not saying I didn't before, but this time, like, I'm definitely an example of you. Like, we're we took that bond. Like, okay, you know, that like that, we, that makes sense. We made them vows. That makes sense. Like now it's under God. Like, you right, know right, what right. I'm saying like at first we're just dating. You could leave me at any time. Not right. saying you can't when we're married, but it's it's more difficult. We're supposed to stay here, stick it out. We made vows. Like. It's it's deeper than just yeah, yeah, yeah. dating. I understand. So that's what I mean. Like, I got you now. Yeah. That make that now. Okay. Yes, it makes sense. Yeah. It's just the level of respect enhanced. Yes. So yes. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. That makes sense. Then. And when y'all dating, it's just two. And then when y'all married, y'all one now. Right. 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 Yeah. You're like, a reflection of me. I'm a right. reflection of you. Heard you. I Definitely understand. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Damn, that is a bar of his. <laughs> but hey, that's a that's a general statement. So it ain't really his bar. I definitely understand now. So yeah. Oh, it doesn't? That's strange. But, yeah, as long as your mic is working, <laughs> that's really the important part. Um, but, damn, I don't know. What you think, Greg? She she, uh, she used that S word a couple times. It's a fact. It's a fact, but it all comes down to the ongoing, you know, theme of the podcast is communication. You know, once, like, once. <laughs> communication. Once you, once it's the third you, C. Once you get married, you have to sit down and say, all right, this is what's going to happen. You know, these are, this is how things are going to change. Mm -hmm. You know, so it, it's a fact, you know, uh, submission is a big part, but at the same time, men have to also be submissive. Also, you know, men have to, you know, be able to open up and explain. All right. Cause 
there might be stuff that you might not tell her until you know it's that time it's alright so this is what's gonna happen mm-hmm. you know so you know submission is a big part of, uh, of a relationship probably it's probably the second biggest part of a relationship with the first being honesty you know before you get married you have to be able to you know let all your truths out okay okay Hmm. That's the case, and I would put communication third. If you would go honesty number one, because you got to honestly communicate. You can communicate and be lying. Truthfully, <laughs> that's, a fact. Truthfully, that's, a fact. that's a facts. That's a true. You just got you got bars today. I see. Hey, man. <laughs> I was I was bad about last night. You must have been, bro. You must have been, bro. But um, so if that's the case, like I said, just because the uh, the word has been thrown around, um. How do you guys feel about a submissive relationship? I'll ask the woman first. Um, in the dating stage, I guess. Yeah, I guess it would start in the dating stage. In the dating stage? I don't think stage, it mic's on. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't feel like submiss- there's any room for being submissive in the dating stage. I feel like we're trying to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. How would you be able to get to know someone if they're constantly submissive to you that's true like they're not using their brain they're doing what you tell yeah, them like, to do they try and please you yeah like we talked so. about earlier for side like oh yeah i don't do that no of course you're going to marry them like yeah, oh right. you're perfect well, that bitch perfect for me bro she don't do nothing wrong <laughs> <laughs> what's your greg what's your take man uh, see how much you want to how much you want to answer that how in depth uh, how how deep are y'all trying to get uh, bro we're trying to take this pod to the next level <laughs> All right, so talk about it, man. Tell your truth real quick. Uh, tell my truth. All right, so I I look at submission totally different. So I think I should put this truthfully. Truthfully, you know anything about this? Oh, you. Uh, it's your first. All right, so um, I was laughing at truthfully. That's why. I, well, <laughs> so. I'm in a DS relationship, dominant submissive relationship. Mm-hmm. So, you know, me and my girlfriend, we had, you know, we had a talk. We had a talk, and I'm trying to explain it without, you know, confusing people. Um, basically, so I'm the dominant one in the relationship. You know, she comes to me. I want to, the main thing that I do is I protect her. You know, I make sure that, you know, her mind is at ease at all all times you know she doesn't have to worry about anything only thing she really has to worry about is you know really getting to work you know um and getting home so the way that our relationship is set up is she'll come to me about anything that she has on her mind she basically i i don't control the relationship but i'm at the head of it you know I basically, I'm trying to explain it without get, like throwing it to a whole nother level. <laughs> um, all right, let's put it like that. The way me and her set it up was, so I'm going to be, she's going to come to me and we have our open communication. She doesn't hold anything back from me, nothing at all, you know. And I have to sit there with an open mind and realize, all right, 
whatever she's telling me, I just have to suck it up, deal with it, and we'll go from there. What is the biggest part of this whole DS relationship for me and her is I want to please her, and she wants to please me also. So I'm trying to not make it how is it how I told you about it. <laughs> I mean, it's up to you, bro, how much you want to expose. Because, I mean, to um, me, whenever I think of a dominant submissive relationship, and I'm sure most people that's listening, they automatically think Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. That's not all it is. That's not all it is. Because what I'm, it, that's all sex. And it's not real. Like, all that is just a movie. Because what he was doing was he, it seemed like in that movie, he was trying to control her. He wanted to, you know, he he wanted her to be perfect for him mm-hmm. and not perfect for herself. You know, that's a good point. See, I want to make sure that she's perfect for herself. And he in, in that movie, he was trying to he was going to her job and he was taking control of her job and he was just trying to run her. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not what it is. We still have our separate lives. We still have our separate lives, but I'm always there. So she'll text me in the morning, good morning, good morning, King, every morning, every single morning for the past, what, two years, good morning, King. And that's a part of our relationship. So we have we have set rules, protocols, and things that we run our relationship off of. She'll text me in the morning, you know, uh, I she'll ask me what color, like even down to the color of her nails. What, what color am I getting my nails? And I always send her a picture of the color of her nails. And it's just setting up protocols and being able to run your relationship smoothly, so she doesn't have to worry about, all right, well, what am I going to do? Or what am I going to wear? What am I? Don't worry about that. I got you. I got you. So all only thing she really has to worry about is going to work that's it so we haven't done it lately but she'll send me a picture of everything she's wearing you know like this is the outfit for the day boom all right cool i like that enjoy your day she'll call me on her lunch call me every day on her lunch you know and then i'll call her on my lunch call before she goes to sleep talk about her day i have we i used to have her writing in her journal but she goes to therapy now so she doesn't do that anymore but i used to have her writing under in her journal um so this just pretty much sounds truthfully like a a regular relationship to an extent but there's certain things that go with it because you you have protocols and you have rules like and if one of these things breaks or one of these things you know or you don't do these things Mm-hmm. And their consequences. You know, it's all about it's all about repetition, and it's all about you know, and it's not really like treating her as a child. Mm-hmm. It's not treating her as a child, but it's knowing that you know this is how we run our relationship. And then once you steer off of that, then the, there's a problem. Ray, what you want to ask? Yeah, what consequence are you talking about? Physical? No, no, oh, okay. not, not like that. Not like that. Not like that. No. <laughs> But you know, <laughs> that's a valid question. I mean, like we saw in the movie, no. Shorty was getting spanked when she did something wrong. So, I, that, that, but that that happens though. That's what I'm saying. So I feel like yours, not to try to downplay that your relationship. Though. I feel like yours, your DS relationship might be more 
toned down compared to some of the extreme ones that people there, think about there are when some they hear extreme it. Ones, but Very but extreme. You know, people the, get hit, but it. That. You think you'll hit harder than mine? No, but but that happens though. It doesn't. Not to say that it happens all the time, but there there are different you know consequences and punishments for you know mm. different things. Like if you you know if you forget to call me, I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna spank you or do no crazy shit like that. But you know there's certain things that go along like there's certain things that you know in this relationship you have to you know keep a steady pace on you have to make mm -hmm. sure that it, everything runs smoothly that's all about, that's all it is it's just smooth running a smooth relationship and keeping a schedule you know i make sure like we used to make sure that we had a schedule for everything we used to make sure you know these days we were going on dates mm-hmm these are the days we're going on dates and we will always have a day you know it's 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 very toned down from what you saw in 50 shades yeah, that's what i'm saying so it, it seems like it just it just seems like a regular relationship but like i said at the same time when most people google dominant and submissive or a ds relationship they think of the most wild most extreme shit possible i can tina but right Right, oh that's, that wasn't that was just abuse. Yeah, that was just domestic violence. <laughs> that for, was for just real. abuse. That was just domestic violence. But I mean, we're in evil, even or any level of a relationship like that. I mean, same the point you made as far as not feeling as though you could really partake in a submissive relationship because mm -hmm. if you, there has to be some type of foundation set. I would think. I would think first because it's like if I don't really know you, I can't really just come out and say, "Look, I want you to be my submissive." Yeah, I feel like there would be no foundation set first for me to really come out my mouth and ask it, you it, that it always starts with a foundation you can't just go up to a random person and think that this gonna work because you have to know the person you have mm -hmm. to, it, it takes a long time of communication and a long time of actually knowing this person to you know put your all into it because it's a it's a power switch you know True. she's giving you all of the power in this relationship she's mm -hmm. giving you she's giving you her trust mm -hmm. but some women are with it because i mean let's let's call a spade a spade we got homies in the chat who have said they'll be on social media apps or meet a girl and the, when the question comes up what are your intentions what are you looking for they'll flat out say i'm looking for a submissive and some women will be with it now granted i guess they might only consider but submissive sexually and not like actually like a whole relationship but like but that's See, that's the thing is, you know, some women see that and they're like, oh, I'm about to have some fun. Mm -hmm. that's, it's, that's not all it is. You know, it's a real situation. Like, you can have fun in it. Cool. It's all about, you know, keeping things, you know, spontaneous and fun and always, you know, keeping that spice there. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it, it takes time to actually build that kind of relationship, mm -hmm. you know, that with sex is cool, but when you actually have a relationship like this, it's totally different. Totally different. It takes a lot of time. Got you. What drew you to the point to have a DS relationship rather than a regular relationship? Uh, I think it was me and her being able to, you know, me and her were best friends mm -hmm. at that time. So... We were always together, always talking, and then the conversation came up after we saw. I think after we watched that movie, and then we did more research into it, and then it was just it just it was a downhill 
roll from there and then we just did more it took a good it took a good while to actually understand everything because you don't just jump in it like right. all right you know i think i got the hang of it like no it takes a lot of research and a lot of time to actually know what you're getting yourself into that makes sense that makes sense. That's what anything you do. You got to research. You can't just dive right into it. Yeah, you dive right into that. You're going to look like you're abusing your woman. Yeah. Or you're going to look like you're just, you're like Ike and Tina, basically. Or maybe her father. Maybe. Yes. Yes. You're trying to control her. Yeah. Yeah. It, take, it, it's, it definitely, you know, it's an investment. Mm-hmm. It's, an, it's a definite investment into your relationship. Everybody's gears turning. What are your thoughts? What are your <laughs> if y'all, thoughts? Listen, if y'all got questions, I'll answer. It don't matter. I feel like that kind of like goes hand in hand with like idolatry, which is a sin. Definitely. Isn't it? Is it not? Yeah. It is. It is. It I is. the definition it of is. idolatry. It says extreme admiration, love, or reverence for something or someone. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like it to me. It sounds like it's in to me. You're like wanting to almost kind of be like God. Mm. Like, you know, she talks to me about her problems. All she got to do is worry about this or that. Like, I feel like that's kind of like. But it's it's not, you know, God. It's me being able to have open communication with my partner, you know, because if she can't talk to you about anything, then what am I here for? You know, I should be, if if I can't be the one that she can't communicate with, then why are we gonna keep pursuing anything? I feel like that's a regular relationship though. But a submissive relationship, that's something completely different. Not really, because if she's, if she's going to, it's a, it's a, it's a power switch. If she wants to, you know, give all of you know her problems to me that i just have to figure out and i just have to say look this is how i'm gonna help you figure out these problems this is how i'm gonna help you get through these things that's just me being in a way more serious part of her life you know if you wouldn't want your man to be right there with you of course he would be right there with me but I'm just saying. Do, do, do you guys it sounds kind of pimpish. Not saying that's what you're doing. But you, like, I, I, I heard an interview today where this guy was like, "Yeah, you know, I got five hoes, and they all give me their bread. Like, I take care of them. I'm their protector. Like, I get them out of certain situations. All they got to worry about is I don't take any money from her. I don't getting, take any money. Oh no, no, no I'm not. That's why I said it's not. It's not like your situation. I'm just saying like that sounded like kind of like no, nah, it's it's not like it, it sounds like a regular relationship like what do you mean by her being your submissive so i guess i'm just gonna have to take yeah, it to just the next be level. yeah just gonna take it to the next level yeah, yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> jelly no jelly facts so everybody getting comfortable basically with me the first the first line of it was establishing what me and her were gonna like how we were gonna run this relationship what i was gonna you know be taking control over what she was gonna be taking control over what she wanted to do in this relationship so i told her the things that i was willing to do 
I told her the things that I can contribute to her life and how I could help her make things easier on her, how to relieve the stress from her, and she did the same for me. Only difference was I don't look to her for that. See, she can look to me to, you know, be that shoulder that, you know, if anything's going wrong, I'm there. I'm right there. But with me, I have more of the body of the relationship. So I don't want it to seem pimpish. That's not what it is. That's, that's not what it is. But it's more of me... I'm I'm the I'm the man. She's she is a reflection of me, you know. Whatever she's doing, you know, I would like to know about that. I would like to know what she's doing, where her mind is at. All you're more time. masculine. Like yes. you're not feminine. Like you like you wouldn't come to her and be like, babe, like my day's been horrible. Like I'm upset about this. She can come to you for that. Yes, you but and that really... and that's a big problem of the relationship that we had because. You know, I was bringing in a lot of that stuff, but I wasn't really pushing it out. I wasn't really telling her the things that were going on in my mind. I get it nailed in. It doesn't sound pimpish anymore. Like, I wasn't really telling her the things. But that, and that's when therapy came into play. Mm. That's when therapy came into play because I didn't want to, you know, push those things on her because I'm supposed to be taking the stress from her. So with me putting the stress on her about my life, that's going to, it's like a circle. It's a, it's a cycle. So that's where therapy came in where I was like, okay, well, she's telling me about these things, you know, granted she has a therapist also, but she's, she's telling me these things that are going on in her life, but I'm not telling her these things. So I need to get it out. I need to be able to tell somebody else the things that are going on in my life also. I guess just like you said, I'm just thinking extreme. When you say dominant, submissive, I'm just thinking of like extreme because that to me sounds like a normal relationship it's it's sort of kind of like a it's sort of a normal relationship it's just that you know when the protocols of the relationship are broken then that's when you know we have we have a different conversation mm. what is that so, conversation yeah, please, so, please, please. So, this, so the different conversation is it, yes yes <laughs> so there might be you know, there might be consequences. There might be punishment. You pulling out the paddle? No, <laughs> no. This niggas no. Like, <laughs> going into capital mode. But at the same time, you know, at the same time, I'm not gonna let anything. You know, I can't let things slide. I can't let things slide. So, at times, punishments would be either she get she get spanked, or she would either you know something would get taken away. Or, you know, it's things to let you know that this can't happen again in a relationship. You pay our bills. Do I pay her bills? Mm-hmm. We go fit, and we go 50-50 on all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So anything that we have coming up, I'll pay. She'll pay, you know. But what gets taken away? Netflix. Same phone. No, no, nah, <laughs> nah, just. So say put it like this. She'll come to me and she'll say, babe, I like these shoes. I'll either tell her yes or no. And if I say no, she can't get it. If she's, if I say yeah, then cool. But that's all because I know what we need. 
I know how we need to set this relationship out. I know how we need to make sure that our bills and, you know, our finances are set up. But if you come to me and, you know, she's like, look, you know, uh, I spent this much in Sephora. Why did you do that? Oh, but I needed this. and No, no. I told you not to. I told you not. not I said, nah, why would you do that? But I really, no, okay. So then it comes, you're not going to Sephora for like a month. Or it, it's, it's just, set, yeah, it's, it's setting those things up. It's setting up those, you know, letting her know that I, I am making sure that our finances are in order. I'm making sure that everything that we're doing is, is for the future. Sephora, you don't need that right now. You don't like, you don't need that right now. That's just something that you're thinking about right now. You don't need that. Those shoes, you don't need that right now. Maybe some other time. Maybe next time, but not right now. I, I see what you're saying, but I'm just curious. As I'm just curious to know if 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 it would work, if she came to you with that same type of energy. So like, I'll use myself as an example. Like if I was in the DS relationship when I was the dominant, um, my woman was a submissive, right? <clears throat> and but I do a similar thing like you just said that she did. Let's say everybody knows I'm into sneakers and shit. So mm-hmm. say I go cop three, four pairs of sneakers and I'll come back and I'm like, babe, I just dropped a stack on sneakers. And she's like, why did you do that? Oh, because I wanted, I really wanted these Jordans. I really wanted these. I really wanted that, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, but you know, X, Y, and Z bills are coming up. You know, you should have done that. And she says... I don't know, whatever the equivalent so, of what you would just say, so she tries to is, take. My thing is, that's all about having the conversation of who's the dominant one and who's the submissive one. So the when submissive the, wouldn't be able to come the, and be like, all right, you can't the, go to. When you're the dominant one in the relationship, you're supposed to know that I really don't need these right now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you like, you're supposed to know the boundaries because you're not supposed to do something that you know she wouldn't approve of. If you're going to go out and spend a thousand dollars on sneakers and then she comes to you and says, I want to get these. And then you're like, no. And then she's like, but you just got this. Mm-hmm. No, it's all about, you know, like if you're going to tell her no about something, you have to know. All right. So if I'm telling her no because of this situation, then I have to know that I'm looking forward in our relationship also. So I'm not going to do no dumb shit and splurge like that also. So I guess. The dominant person not being a hypocrite in a sense. Right. So I guess it goes kind of goes back to the 50-50 thing in a sense because it's just holding yourself accountable. and It's holding it's holding yourself accountable, but you have, it's holding her accountable for what she's doing. Right. Because it it's all about, you know, protecting your relationship. Mm-hmm. As the dominant one, you protect your relationship. You know, you're the head. You're the head. So telling her... I'm not letting you do this. I'm not letting you buy that because I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to what we're doing in the future. Nah, we're not, we're not, I'm not going to go ahead and do something that she's going to disapprove of also. You, as the dominant one, you can't, you can't do something. You can't make her look bad also. Mm-hmm. And you can't have her look at you crazy also because that's going to make her look at you crazy. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Thing, I think I'm understanding a little bit more. Mary got some questions. Is, is Mary? Oh, it's not so much a question. Okay. It's more. It just seems like you're only dominant, not, not so see, much. I'm working on being more submissive okay. in my relationship. So, yeah. You're so is that dominant. how it works? Like, are you supposed to play both sides? Like, you, you can only you, be no, the submissive. Usually, it's usually it's either you're dominant or submissive. Right. But I feel like 
I've been so, you know, dominant in my relationship that I've lost touch with, you know, being able to communicate with her the right way. Mm. You know, so Hmm. that also go hand in hand with me going to therapy. I had to, you know, I've had to step back. You know, I I took a step back from it because I had to, you know, get myself in line because I wasn't, you know, putting that that relationship you know i wasn't put in the ds relationship a hundred percent you mm-hmm. know i was i was lacking in some some ways so you have to take a step back and say all right i have to get myself together i have to get my life together and you know make sure that your mental is a hundred percent because did having that kind of relationship puts a lot on your mental so once you start losing that and once you start going side and once you start getting sidetracked with it cuz it's a very repetitive thing and it's a it's a lot of communication and it's a lot of being able to, you know, understand that you still have a like you still have to worry about you. You mm-hmm. can't worry about her all the time. You have to worry about you. Your mind has to be clear. And once you start fogging that up and you start losing touch with yourself, it it starts jamming everything up. I learned something new today, for sure. I feel like Mary still got mad thoughts. Oh, no. It's, no. I get it. no, I get it now. <laughs> I understand. All right, just making sure. I understand now. Just making sure. Just making sure. But yeah, you definitely gave a lot of insight. It's interesting. Thank you for sure. It's very, very interesting. It's um, because like I said, I'm, I'm I speak for myself, but I'm sure a lot of the audience always you know, do your own thinks, research. Always, always do, your, do your own research. Always do your googles. That's another one of our slogans on here. But um, yeah, like I said, I feel like most people they hear those two words and just automatically think of Fifty Shades of Grey, whether it's the movie or the book. Because I heard the book is even crazier than the movie. Um, but I feel like that's what people go to when they think of dominant submissive relationship. And so, because the way you, you broke it down the way you did, it just gave more insight on what that relationship really can or cannot be. And again, as always, it still just goes back to communication. What's communicated in the beginning as far as what we're doing and what we're not doing. At the end of the day, she's all your, she's always your queen at the end of the day. Facts. This is true. <clears throat> this is very, very true. But, um, but yeah, man, again, I appreciate the insight that you gave. Appreciate you opening up on, on that topic. I know it was personal to you and everything like that since you're... Baby, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Shout out to the queen. Would you partake in a relationship like that, Grindy? Being the dominant? It's hard to say because after hearing your story and the ladies' takes on relationships, it's kind of hard. I think it's like 50-50, even, even with submissiveness because the definition for submission is the act or fact of accepting or yielding to a superior force or to the will of authority of another person. The other one is the action of presenting a proposal, application, or other document for consideration or judgment. I mean... I feel like every point in relationship, somebody has to submit to somebody else because that person may have more knowledge or more experience in that field that they about to lead you on. So say if I'm dating a young lady and she's possibly a therapist or really good at communicating, I'm not. She can show me the ways in order to communicate properly. That's authority right there. I'm following her authority. So at that time, I'm submitting to her. So, I mean, I don't really know if I can be in a DS relationship. Because I look at it as either way, everything is going 50-50. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's, it's still a relationship, a regular relationship in my eyes. 
That's how you have to always look at it, though. Like, nothing changes. Right. Nothing really changes. Like, we're still in a relationship. We're still, you know, in love. We still do the regular things. It's just a twist on things. You have to. But, I mean, if I do more of my research, my answer probably will change. But as of right now, it's just not a regular relationship. Hmm. Would you? I feel like you probably would be. Wow. Why is bitch, that? Bitch, you need to read this book right here. You need to do more <laughs> that is fun. That is fun. That's crazy. Um, no. And until you finish reading that book, nah, I'm going to call you a bitch. Yo, I, I swear that shit. Yo, that's I hilarious. Swear. Nah, I mean, when I, when I first became conscious, yes, that's how I came off with things because of how passionate I was about the stuff that I was learning. I was very... You still passionate like that. Yeah, but it's that's that's what's y'all. It's different. I wouldn't be like that with a girl now. Um well, yeah, it's it's different with y'all. Um, <laughs> yeah, be at that the, man neck with the who with the not women. you per se, but they the chat. I'll be seeing the chat sometimes. That don't be wild. I'll, I'll be on the side <laughs> yeah, like sixty yeah. percent of the yeah, time. Yeah, I'll be peeping on the side. Yeah, okay, sixty percent. Um, no, I don't think I would because I think at a point I was like that subconsciously as far as trying to be controlling and trying to be dominant in a way, but I think now I don't think that's the type of relationship i'd want to have with a woman i feel like just because of how much how high of a regard i hold communication and trying to understand both sides and not just focus on my side and making sure she understands mine and not really care about hers and everything like that not to say that's what a dominant and submissive relationship is like just based off the definition of the word submissive we just received i feel like that plays a big part as far as at times my word being like the only one that matters at times. And I just don't feel like that's something that I would really want to partake in. I would value or I do value like my woman's feelings and emotions just as much as I value my own. You know what I mean? So I feel like both should be able to be expressed openly and equally and not just me being able to focus on what I feel and telling her what to do or what not to do and everything like that. So I think it should be, and even street in a relationship. So because of that, I don't think it. I'd be able to partake in a dominant submissive relationship. Even with how I feel about all the stuff that I learned. It's like I'll present it to people. But in the beginning, I was more reluctant to give a fuck about what their opinion was on that particular topic. But now at least I'll listen, hear it out, and just decide to agree or disagree and move forward. So, yeah, I just... Nah, I'm cool. <laughs> you still listen to what she says and hear her out. It's not just straight rejecting her. Right. It's all like you let her, you know, explain everything that she has on her mind. It's mm-hmm. not just like, I want to do this. No. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, just because of how similar as me and Sam said, it sounds like a regular relationship. Yeah. I don't think I would need to put the title, oh, I'm the dominant, you're the submissive yeah. on the relationship. I think it could just be a regular relationship. And as long as we communicate well, then we'll be cool. I don't think I need the title dominant or submissive. I think that's really my point. Ladies, did you ever give like a definitive answer as far as what I you didn't would give mine yet? <laughs> okay. Um, I I don't know if I can be in a DS relationship. I I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't be open to it okay. because when I okay regular relationships, no. Until I'm married, no. I cannot like once I'm married I expect you to be the leader of the household like not saying everything's just on you and I get what you mean by like your woman has a voice you're listening to her it's not like he's like yo shut up get in a cage like no 
your relationship is more so like you're just the man like you're taking on like the bigger role like the like the taking her problems in or keeping your own to yourself so she won't be like mentally and physically drained like you're okay with taking on that responsibility which i understand mm -hmm. after you explained it first it sounded pimpish <laughs> but i got that out of you that it wasn't My sorry we were on that one yeah but um it just depends like i'm okay with being submissive if i'm being led correctly not if i'm like oh constantly being downed or you know if my man truly shows me that he has our best interests at heart like comes to me com that comes back to communication like mm -hmm. if he comes off like you know very strong-headed of course I, why wouldn't i like look what happened with sierra she mm. got with a man, two kids about of her. Like, mm -hmm. Future, I guess, wasn't doing his job. He wasn't someone she could be submissive to. But she's And he able paid to for be, her royalties. He's, a, he's <laughs> able to be a woman, like his woman. He shows off his woman. Like, the way their relationship is, it just seems beautiful. But, like, not every man could, ha like, be a leader and be able well allow a woman to be able to be submissive mm -hmm. like this generation nowadays like men just like no i can't see it but i wouldn't be like i wouldn't exclude it but if we're just dating like you're my boyfriend nah. <laughs> <laughs> heard you um i would say same uh if we're just dating i'm not about to be 100 percent submissive to you um letting you know my problems thinking that you're gonna fix everything and is telling you all my ifs buts wins like no i feel like that comes after you guys are married um just like rob said i believe he said something along the lines of um it's okay to be submissive when the other person has your best interest at heart like say if the dominant person is good at you know like managing their financial situation mm -hmm. and the other person isn't than, you know, telling them what to do with their finances. I feel like that's okay. Indeed. But not in every aspect of the relationship. I'm not going to be submissive, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I feel like it, the roles can be switched. Like, not like saying my man can be soft or he has to be hard at all times, what I'm saying, like, just, I, I, I can't explain it without <laughs> getting too deep but yeah like hey, i feel that's, like that's what this podcast is all about all so right feel so, free um, get it off your chest okay, exactly don't so, like i say you don't need to hold back my example all right i'm not saying i'm dominant sexually mm. but like i feel like um yeah i'm dominant sexually <laughs> <laughs> but like like not saying my man needs to be soft or nothing but like um, like our roles can switch like mm -hmm. I'm not saying i can run it all the time or saying you can run it all the time but i'm saying like i think our roles can switch like Say I want say for your birthday, I like I pay for everything. My birthday, you pay for everything. Like we're switching roles. Like you don't always have to be like the strong one. I just feel like it puts a lot of weight on you. Like for you, like now you'd go to therapy to get your out instead of like putting it on her. Like I feel like if it was like your entire relationship, you guys could just like switch it up. I don't think it would be well, that comes with the part of I'm trying to be more submissive in a relationship now. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to, you know, drop that shield a little bit. But mm -hmm. good, good. takes a long time for that, though. Now, with you being sorry, you done? Oh, so with you being submissive now, does she become dominant? And if so, how long is she dominant for? Nah, it's not that. It's more of, you know, not being as dominant and still being able to drop that a little bit. 
gotcha. you know, because being dominant takes it takes a lot. You know, it takes a lot out of you. It's a lot on your mental. So when you being able to just say, look, baby, look, I got something going on right now. You know, I can't really, you know, explain what's going on, but I just got something going on. That's that's being submissive and just opening it up to it right there. You know, just saying, look, I got a lot going on. Like it took it took a long time for me to be able to open up to her really about my emotions. So that part of being submissive, yes. But any other part of the relationship of me being submissive, I probably couldn't see myself doing. Emotionally, yes, but everything else I really couldn't see myself, you know, being any more submissive than I am now. Just a question. A good one at that. Thank you. It's an interesting topic, man. It really is. Say what say what you got. I just that's the thing, it's it's just a, it's an interesting topic. And I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know why I'm like having well, like she said, it's a difference. It's a, it's a difference between you know a sexual DS relationship and like a real emotional DS relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, so right now, me and her, we're more like emotional. Mm-hmm. Like right. So well, maybe well, I don't want you to like to fully delve into like your whole sex life, mm-hmm. but you said you're like you're dominant in your sex life essentially is what you said yeah so like what about that do you i don't mean? get emotionally attached off sex i'm not saying oh yeah i sleep with everybody no i just don't get emotionally connected a lot of women do that's when the feelings like say me and you were dealing with each other and we're having sex and eventually like oh i want you to be my man now i'm not gonna keep giving it out and you're not my man like that's where the emotions take like you know like Rex. and that's rare yeah what, what do you mean as far I got, as i got a question though Right, well, let me just answer hers first. What's, in my experience, what's rare is dealing with women, having casual sex, and then being able to separate their feelings. Mm-hmm. More times than not, if you're in a casual relationship and having casual sex, the woman catches feelings. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you're able to separate that, it's it's rare. Now, I had a woman kind of check me <laughs> not too long ago by saying that's a generalization because there are woman like you and she was the same as far as saying that she can separate her feelings and have casual sex so saying women can't do so is a generalization which it absolutely is um and if you're listening i apologize again (laughs) for the offensive remark because again there's another woman that i've come across who is like-minded with you in that in that uh in that sense but um i just feel like it's like i said i just feel like it's rare and that's just my experience more times than not the women it catches probably feelings. It comes down more to communication. Like, What else is new? Yeah. That's like <laughs> me telling you, oh, this is the only thing I want us to get. Like, if, if I come to you and I'm like, hey, I just want to have sex with you. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. Like, we don't have to take it any further. Like, right. like we're just having sex. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I catch feelings. Communication was cut off somewhere. Right. Like, she didn't express like, damn, I'm catching feelings. Let's slow down or, mm-hmm. you know, speak on it. And that's what... I don't know if we've talked about it in like an episode before or just in everyday life, but I feel like that's exactly what happens. It's like if somebody does catch feelings in having casual sex, it's never expressed. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we said on the episode. It's like if the guy catches feelings, we're not going to say shit. We're just going to just keep him pushing and everything like that. But I think obviously, I guess it can be the women as well, because 
people are just afraid to admit they catch feelings these days. Yeah. But, yeah. I got a question though. I think it was touched on in the beginning too. <laughs> I got a question. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I, I know, I know. I hear the question. Facts. The, so my question is, does that come down to like good sex or bad sex? Like, can you... Can you catch feelings with somebody who has bad sex? If you if your Why intention you was sex? to if your intention was to just have casual sex and then it's bad sex, are you able to you know catch emotions off of that? Because from my past, it's more of like I only want you. I'm not looking for no more like no more casual shit. It's only you. Like stop playing. But where's the bad sex part? So you're saying so you saying so the bad sex? So my question is: weak. Does the bad sex? So are you able to you know catch emotions off of bad sex? I catch emotions more so mentally. If you like grasp me mentally, like sex, uh, it's not like not saying you can be bad. Like someone can be bad at sex, and I can teach them how to be good at sex. So then they're good at sex. Right. I feel like but the- if you grasp me mentally, that's where you catch my feelings. Like damn, like yo, like. That that's where the whole leadership thing for me comes in at. Like, if you're able to lead me, like, teach me new shit, show me something like different. Like, it's like you have to be different, like, mm-hmm. to grasp me. But sex, no, and it, it, it's not more so like bad sex because me personally, um, I don't. It's hard for me to orgasm during sex. Like, I haven't. It's only happened like two people have only ever made me like. Yeah, so it's it's not more so like a connection with sex. It's more mental for me. So, yeah. And I feel like that's where it should start. Because it's like she's not going to know if the nigga has bad sex just off the rip. Like, that kind of has to happen. But so she could have a mental attachment and catch feelings before you guys even have intercourse. So, you know what I mean? Now, and if you catch me mentally, I'm not worried about your bad sex. I can We can get past that. Right. be taught. Right. So... Now, does the opposite happen, I guess? Or say you, you are feeling like, say, say you and I are dating, and I do stimulate you mentally, you know what I mean? Like, I fuck your mind before I even get in between your legs. And that happens, And but the sex is bad. Does that then change how the, the relationship happened? Or? No, I'm very vocal, and I express, like, hey, we're going to try some new things. Like, I'm going right. to get you to where we need to be. Because like you said, be. you you value the friendship more yeah, than you would course. value. Okay. You have to do that because eventually when everyone gets older, you don't know too many 80-year-olds fucking. There's something there mentally that still has them together and it's not just time. So it's not always about just sex. Like the that's people way who do get connected off of sex, I mean, it's not a problem with that. Like that's just you. Mm-hmm. But I think people should more so go off like mental. Like, and that's very... Yeah, very rare. People don't really do that. People be like, oh, he got a big dick. Like, he's fucking me right. But he can be a dick. He can be an asshole. And right. be fucking everybody right. So if he wins you mentally and you win him back mentally, I feel like that's what keeps y'all lasting. Yeah, but a lot of women stay off of good sex, too, though. I know, that but that's... And men. And men. Yeah. yeah, they do. And men. That's where we get toxic relationships. Exactly. Yeah, toxic relationships. <laughs> if you guys, <laughs> with a bunch if of you guys are communicating and you guys win each other over i believe mentally and you guys are strong like no one's weak like if someone's weak in a certain area you can build them like the sex thing or if they're not good with their finances you can build them out like you know if you guys win each other over i don't think that should be like you know a huge factor unless they're just really trash sex this is mad random but what's your sign sagittarius okay Hey, right though. Oh, you are. Yeah. December four. November twenty eighth. Hey. Got you. Got you. Got you. Nice. 
nice. I just I had to ask. I had to ask. You ask every episode, man. <laughs> I mean, it's because it's it's relevant to me. It's relevant because more times than not, everybody that we have on the show, Grundy and I have a certain connection with. You know what I mean? The energy is always good because that and that's what makes the episode. And a lot of times, I bring it back to the signs that people are like Grundy and I are both Taurus. Taurus gang. Facts, Taurus gang indeed. And you said you're a Sag. Sag, Sagittarius is, I believe, are like our what our second or third most compatible sign. I believe so. And yeah. you're a Virgo. Virgo, right? Mm-hmm. Our second most compatible sign. So like, the universe works in interesting ways. So. It's relevant, man. People might say, oh, the hair just the nigga bone go with this but, shit again. But you but. don't think that, you know, like that shit just correlates with everybody, though? No. People, no. People, <laughs> people be like, oh, I'm a Virgo, so I don't like people. I don't like people either. Like, no, but it's like, oh, no. it's not that you don't like people, but there's certain signs that Virgo just might historically just not fuck with. And there's a reason for that. There's signs that Sagittarius that just might not fuck with. And there's a reason for that. Like, <laughs> fact, she know what it is off rip. She know the sign already. So, to your point, I'm not saying because you probably referencing what Joe and then was talking about in the last podcast about how we make sometimes people make excuses. Oh, I'm only like this because I was born on this day, or I'm an asshole because I was born on this day. Like go, taking blaming your sign for you acting the way that you act. And that's, that's not what exactly I'm. Re- what I- that's not what I'm referencing. I'm talking about two people having good, genuine connections and. A lot of the reason being is because the signs that they are are compatible. Facts. Like, I get what you were saying about, like, everyone seems kind of, like, lost about what you were talking about with your DS relationship. You're trying to make it seem like they're not what they were. <laughs> um, I got what you were saying once you explained it more. I guess the whole sign thing, like, you're okay with keep, like, you're, you're the man, basically. Like, she's the woman, you're the man. I get that. Like, you're dominant. You're, it's hard for you to be submissive, which is understandable because you're used to just being the man. Like, with me, I'm used to being, not saying the man because that's gay, but I'm used to being more so, like, <laughs> dominant. Like, I'm not, I, I can't explain it. Not, like, boyish either, just, like, more strong-headed. We're the fire sign, so. Right. So, yeah. you, see what you see what I'm saying? Like, she may have really been the one that understood you more than anybody else in the room and I could go y'all back same, to y'all being the same, same sign. See what I'm saying? I guess. I People guess. might think it's bullshit, but yo, I'm telling you, everybody out there, run your natal chart and then come holler at me. Exactly. You're going to be shook. I've never even heard of that. You're going to be shook it, at how accurate it, it is. Because technically, technically, I'm going to give you a short version. Your zodiac sign is a, is based on the stars, exactly. So you being, your natal chart is like exactly where you're born, where you're born. You're a star. You're a walking star. So let you know where you're aligned in the universe and how you're going to act based on the time and that you was born. I've heard people say, oh, I'm this sign, but I'm this second moon. And I'm like, yeah. yo, what? That's where it gets confusing. Yeah. I, I was like, that yo, deep into it. I, I, was like, to, yo, I, I don't even know what none of that is. <laughs> I never did. I just, you know, I got astrology, whatever on my phone. I mm-hmm. just read the little quotes and they're always accurate. Yeah, co-star. Mm-hmm. No, it's just called astrology. But okay. I feel like those, I feel like those quotes can be accurate at any time, though. I mean, maybe. I mean, that's if you follow the quotes, but I'm talking about like, the breakdown of a natal chart, that's actually you. Every quality you have, how you act, mm-hmm. and things you want to pursue in the future. Yep. So, I need to do that. I got to so, check that out. Yeah. So, Sam, it's, well, whoever's listening, or man, you know what a natal chart is? No. Oh, N A T A L. Natal chart. N A T A L. Put in your first name, your last name, your, your date of birth, 
your time of birth and, and where you were born like what city yeah the city you were born in and really? pretty much run it and it's gonna like I said it might I, I've, I've had people do it and some of them have been like literally shook at how accurate it is because mm-hmm. it's telling you about yourself so hold like, on what does it team. tell you though Oh traits God. about you like traits attitudes about you. that's what that's what like the second moon and stuff come in it gives you a breakdown i say if okay you're sad but you may act like a capricorn in a certain area it's going to give you a breakdown it's, yeah so like i'm not really well versed in like the moons and the houses and everything like that um but like the natal chart is going to it's going to explain all that as well but it's also like i said well like granny said going to explain your traits why you act the way you act um and pretty much, yeah, pretty much those two things, most importantly, like your traits of who you are and why you act the way you act and explain them and everything like that. And it's going to be accurate as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so if you just Google, just Google natal chart and it'll give you, it'll, it'll, I don't think it really matters what website you use to run it, but just, you know I mean? Get your birth certificate, figure out the exact time you were born, where, put all the information in and run it. And then the next step to that for your significant other I don't know if either you two are in relationships or dealing with somebody whatever the case may be mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the the next step to that is called the center am I pronouncing it right the center tree sinistry chart S-Y-N-A-S-T-R-Y chart and that's where like Mary you would put in your information I would put in mine and we would run it and they would show us how compatible we are with one another Wow. so give you insight in your relationship how you react to certain things and everything like that. So that's for, like I said, if you're dealing with a significant other or... He's skeptical he, as hell. Like, he's like, oh, man, dude, he's I scared. I don't believe this shit, man. <laughs> right, that's scared. how you're doing your first date. Right, like, exactly. 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 Granny and I, well, I mean, well, I don't want to throw you in there. I'm not going to put your business out there. I <laughs> you can talk about it, not, then I agree. Talk about it. <laughs> I agree, disagree. I was just going to say, we both come in contact with women who we've met and off rip. That's one of the first questions we ask. Or oh, they've yeah. asked. They've asked yeah. us rather. I mean, what's your um, what's your sign for one, and <laughs> where are you born? What time were you born? Everything like that. Because if you ever get asked that question on the first date, well, she one run your shit. Wait, they you're exactly. They about to run your natal chart. Or I think two, I've only had that, that nigga might be a scammer. Time. But scammer. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga might be a scammer. But yeah, yeah the they start asking is, about your social security number. Don't don't answer that. Yeah, you, don't, you don't need your social security number to run your natal chart. Your mom made a name. Nah, nah. You exactly. Don't need all that. It's time of birth, place of birth. That's all you need. Your first pet name. Your nope. Name. <laughs> Exactly. No, don't answer those questions. Last four to social. None of that is necessary. The hand you write with, no. You don't need all that information. Eye color. Nope. Facts. <laughs> but um but yeah, it's it's crazy how many people like shy away from astrology until they run the natal chart. Because it's one it's talking about yourself. So if you run it and you see firsthand what it's telling you about yourself and if you can agree with most of it, I think that's when people start to actually like I don't want to say feed into it because that makes it sound like it was some bullshit off rip, but start to believe that astrology is pretty accurate. You know what I mean? Because it's talking, it's telling you about you, and that's the most, that's the person you care about most. So I'm not going to tell you, oh, run your mom's needle chart. That's not really going to resonate with you. But if you run your own, you can see firsthand. Oh wow, this is kind of crazy because yeah, I do do this. I do react this way, et cetera, et cetera. So also you- tell you what fields you may want to go into work based right. on. How you react to certain things or how you act as a person. That too. Tells you a lot, bro. I'm telling you, just do it. Just do it. Do it with your girl or do it yourself and then run the synastry chart with you and your girl. And I just I think you'd be 
surprised. And not to get personal, but you said somebody did ask you that. Yeah. Do you think they ran your NATO chart and stuff like that? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Is that person? She didn't respond with anything. Else. She was just like, okay. And I was like, uh, okay. Never heard from her again. Right. <laughs> right. Like, she like, may no. not. She, she was Hell like, no. all right, I she guess. Got, she got voodoo dolls of that dude. He <laughs> <laughs> stubbed his toe. She, she may not have been compatible with a Sag. So, so the whole way I even know about this, I have I found this chart and I have. I like I go back to referencing all the time. Mm. It's this little like compatibility chart. So like I said, for Taurus, our most compatible signs are number one, Capricorns, um, two, a Virgo, and three, a Pisces. Um, so yeah, for Sages, I was actually mistaken. Number one for Sag is a Leo. Number two for Sag is a Scorpio or themselves a Sag. And well, actually, number two, excuse me, is an Aries. Is one of your most compatible signs. So I had the S's mixed up. Our most, our third most compatible is a Scorpio, not a Sag. Oh, okay. I had the S's mixed up. But, and so I've, I've had, I've like, every, I've had, I've seen this post or had that post for like years. And every time I go back to reference it, it just showed to be accurate. It's just hard to keep up with all the names and the dates, and I'm like, uh, yeah, that part is difficult. But the chart shows both. Like the first picture shows like what sign is which of these, and then the next one has like a has like a chart of like it has all the signs going down this way and all the signs going down that way, and it has like numbers showing you what you're most compatible with, and it's always been accurate. So every time I meet somebody, oh, I'm a such and such. If I'm not too familiar, I'm like, let me go see how compatible we are. <laughs> just out of curiosity. Oh, okay. 95% compatibility. Nice. Okay. Shout out to the Capricorns. Facts. You know what I mean? 90% compatibility. Shout out to the Virgos. You know what Facts. I mean? So, <laughs> so, I don't know, man. Everybody out there, communicate and run your natal chart. <laughs> <laughs> Learn about yourself. You know what I mean? Learn about yourself. It might help you in your current situation, situationship, relationship, or just everyday life. I think it will be humbly surprised but um but yeah got into astrology real quick really i can dig did. it i can dig it we got into a lot this episode yeah we did yeah we did hey man that's that's double c's for you it's about to be triple c's at communication at the yeah. end just because <laughs> <laughs> communication incorporated. about to make it an llc out this bitch yeah. <laughs> yo y'all need to do that bro do that. oh no that's a fact yeah. we definitely need to trademark this yeah. for sure um definitely definitely do Definitely do, cause it doesn't take hard. Like I said, EJ got his his team sauce trademarked. Mm-hmm. Bro, it took me two days to do mine. Facts. We need. We definitely need to do that. Well, two days will be. So that's it. That's heard you. It's done. Heard you. By the time I hear this, is done. Facts. <laughs> Facts. But I mean, I don't got nothing else to say in regards to the topics. Unless by anybody else want to have any final thoughts or. I think I got one. Final wrap up. What's, what's on your mind, Grindy? All right. Because this is a big topic in today's society. Oh, man. So the question is, what does talking, comma, dating, and being in a relationship mean to y'all? We did forget about that part. That was the third topic. Yeah. Damn. Like, what are the differences? Yeah. Yeah. What is, what is, what's, let's, let's start one more. What's, what the fuck is talking in 2020? Let's call a spade a spade. Talking is talking over facetime talking over the phone texting i feel like that is talking okay yeah dating is when you actually meet up you guys are going i feel like it's pretty self-explanatory talking is talking 
dating is going out in relationship you guys have made like a commitment that you're only doing certain things with each other i agree with your statement but a lot of times <laughs> they can get misconstrued with a lot they of people communication what's the mis- it comes what's down because a lot of times it does come on the communication but a lot of times when you're talking to somebody sometimes people think if you text them all day you facetime here and there Mm-mm. call them that y'all dating now i mean that's communication it comes <laughs> on the communication nah, still talking yeah they're still talking but i'm saying like people get dating and being in a relationship mixed up mm, yeah. Recording. yeah people get that mixed up they do because once we start going out on dates that don't mean that we're in a relationship now. That means that too? we just you kicking it. True. What um, happens when sex gets involved though? That was my other question. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. What, 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 what do you say? After three times, y'all in a relationship? What? Who said that? Nah, I'm fucking with you. But nah, like it it all depends on the communication. You know, once you know, if you feel like I don't want her, you know, having sex with nobody else. Then it's like, all right, well, we got to move into a relationship then. Right. Hmm. That's true. I feel like, so do you feel like a lot of times in today's day and age, relationships just happen without the conversation of, I want you to be my girlfriend as ever. Yes. I've had people be like, definitely. Because you'll be. That's why I was, that's why I was asking the question. (laughs) You'll you'll start. Am I jumping ahead? No, you kind of did, but you're good. You're good. Nah, go ahead. We got, we on it now. Go ahead. You'll start start having sex with a, with a girl and then she'll either say, oh yeah, I'm going out and be like, where you going? Or (laughs) who you going with? Mm -hmm. Well, before we jump ahead, did everybody answer what they think talking is? Or is everybody on the greens with what Sam said? Okay. Everybody so I said I agree with you, but a lot of times people take those three things differently based on how they being treated. You know, right. He been texting me all day. He my man now. No, no, no baby girl. <laughs> no, I just want to get to know you. I'm trying to get to know you. That's like the memes. Like it was like just because I cook for you, met your mom, feed your dog, does not mean <laughs> feed <laughs> your dog. <laughs> we go together. Damn. <laughs> take like take it one step further. What did, what did Brett say in that song? Uh, uh, don't you know, even. I know. She know, nah, you, you know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. What you say? Alarm me. Just because I fuck you, that don't mean I want you. Because I don't. Oh. You got I some don't. high hopes. Me, if me. I hit it three times, I'm a wiper. That's exactly. what you're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> Where's this damn song at, man? Let the audience hear Brett talk his shit real quick. Listen, man. It's, people don't know. People don't know how to communicate those things these days. Yeah. Because we could have sex, you know, every week. Once that conversation is had of, all right, I don't want you having sex with nobody else but me. Then mm-hmm. that's when, yeah, then, becomes a relationship, yeah. But if you st- if you still don't care if she's having sex with nobody else, then, hey, you might not even give a fuck about her anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's, shit, a, that's a, that's a yeah, bar. If I'm, if, I'm, if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm having sex with somebody... And it comes to the point where I'm like, all right, this is doing too good. I can't let this go. You gonna still, you gonna still let her have sex with somebody else? You gonna still let her keep running the streets? I mean, you can't not let her do shit. But uh, <laughs> like, you gonna have a, you gonna have a conversation <laughs> to let her run the streets? I mean, okay, yeah. If the conversation is happening, it's like, all right, look, I feel this type of way about you, and I want to go here with this situationship. You kind of. Expressing your feelings and then putting the ball in her court, exactly. so you letting her decide. But yeah, but, I'm, I'm I'm just letting I'm just I'm shit, I'm shooting you bail right now because you was probably about to get chewed up. Wow! 
I was I'm shooting you bail right now, bro. That's all I'm doing because so, so I'm, I'm like I said. Um, I know what you were trying to say, but like I said, I was just trying to clean it up for your sake. Clean well, it up for CCC race. I got you. I got you. Because I mean, yeah, it's like we might just have to change this podcast name completely to just communication facts because that's all it really comes back to it's like yo if if we are having casual sex and i start feeling you or the sex is just that fire i don't want you to have sex with nobody else whether it's because i'm trying to protect the energy that we have or whatever we have um that yeah it has to be you have to speak up you know what i mean and you can't be afraid of oh I don't want to express my feelings for her because I'm going to get curved or because she's not going to want or he or she's not going to want the same thing. I mean, sometimes you just got to speak, bro. Yeah, and ladies, and just let it be known what you're feeling and just go from time, there. go for women, too, because if she says, you know, I'm trying to be in a relationship and you say, nah, not really, then you got to be okay <laughs> with her going out there and doing her thing, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Because, yeah. I mean, for me right now, personally, it's like if I meet somebody – that's one of the first questions I ask. It's like, yo, what are your intentions and what are you open to right now? Just, let's like, what are we, what are we wasting time for? Let's just let it be known up front. You know, what I'm I mean? a thought. Get me lit. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with whatever. Jk, Jk. I'm JK. with whatever. I'm a wholesome gentleman. Um, but nah, like it's just so, and just so it's known up front. It's like, look, I'm not looking for a relationship right now. I, I'm just, I just, I'm just not ready to settle down again. So what I'm open to is X, Y, and Z. And I had the young lady answer. If she says, okay, well, I respect your response, but I am looking for a relationship, okay, then cool. We could be platonic friends. You know what I mean? We could we could do whatever, but I'm not just going to dub her because whatever the case may be. But that's kind of, like I said, it just the communication aspect is so key in this whole thing because it just does not always happen. And if it does, I don't think it happens like as early as maybe it should. I, I don't think that question is, is inappropriate to ask off rip or when we first meet or when we're on the first date or whenever we first talk i think it should be i guess i just don't think it's inappropriate the only reason why i'm saying that is because it's been also i've been checked saying that that question is was inappropriate at the given time of me and the young lady meeting and i don't really think it is i mean what are your you think it's inappropriate to ask all right what are your intentions and what are you looking for like however early on you meet somebody no i think that's mature <laughs> If you don't right. like, that's when. If you don't, that's when eventually, like, oh, she'll start feeling some type way. What? Who else he texting? What is he doing? Like, mm-hmm. what's happening with my dick? Like, that's <laughs> when issues happen. Heard you. But if you're mature and you express like what your intentions are, boom. But then, if your intentions change, like if your feelings get strong, I think you need to like communicate those too. Of course, yeah. that also needs to be that same conversation needs to be had if that bridge is ever crossed. Agreed. Agreed. I feel like that question should be asked when you guys begin to, like, going on dates. I feel like talking stage is for getting to know each other. You don't want to ask somebody, what are your intentions with me? Like, you don't even know me yet. But what are you getting to know them for? Yeah, I think it's a little worded wrong, I think. What, what are you getting to know them for? Like, what Well, are you're, you- you're finding out who they are as a person, like, just by talking to them, seeing what they like. You know, if you can you do that off rip though by asking like, "Yo, what are you here for?" If they want to just get to know you, then y'all can go on the dates and get to know each other, and then communicate forward. Like, I don't want to just talk to you. Like, what am I talking to you for? Unless I know for a fact, oh, we're just gonna be fucking, or we're just gonna be friends, or well, we're eventually gonna be dating. 
Yeah, well, I feel like I might not know what I want from this person before talking to them, seeing where they head, where their head at, where their head is at, or like what type of things they like, or what do they do for a living, like how they think. I feel like after that conversation is like, okay, well now that I know you a little bit, like, what are you looking for? Are you looking for a li- just so I'm not even getting my hopes up, or they're getting their hopes up with me. I feel like it's talking, it's strictly talking, getting to know the person. And then dating, just so you guys have something to talk about on on the date. Like, hey, what are your intentions? You know, are you looking for a relationship? If not, then I'm not about to be spending a whole bunch of money on these dates or whatever the case may be. I feel like that's where the, that asking that question falls. Some people think it falls before talking, but I feel like that's that's weird. Like if somebody, the first thing they text you is, hey, you know, what's your name? What are you looking for? It's like, I don't know you. Yeah, I, I guess think that's, that's just so they yeah. won't waste their time. Like I'm, I mean, what do you like, feel like that falls before? Like, all right, say I meet you, one of y'all, and I'm like, hey, you <laughs> know, up, like up. yeah, like I'm not. If I know, like usually people know within the first moments they meet somebody. Yo, Thank I'm, you. I'm you trying to well. like anything. Like Thank you. I like I want this nigga. I want him to be mine, or I just want to hit. People know that girls and boys, regardless of it's being said or not. So I feel like I don't know. That question isn't. It's no real time. Mm-hmm limit on it but i think the earlier the better only because i'm not ready to just keep talking to you like what are we entertaining each other for mm-hmm. unless i know where i want you in my life either just as my friend somebody i'm trying to kick it with like want you in my future like it's not i don't think there's a limit on that like if you're just like that's like you saying you'd go out on dates with anybody no that's not how then what is your intention for that person when you first meet them so what i'm saying is okay say if you're at like an event where or a party or something and you meet someone at the party mm-hmm. would you rather them if you're feeling them or you know the vibe is cool would you rather them say hey you know can we exchange numbers or get to know each other or would you rather them say hey what are your intentions i I understand. What you, I understand both parts, and then I understand what Greg was saying as far as it might be worded. It might wrong. be worded a r- little and wrong because I think intention. what are your intentions is more of after we talking for a while, and it's like, all right, so obviously we have a rapport. Obviously, you know, we can have a conversation. What are your intentions with this relationship, like mm-hmm. this situation we have right now? I think when you first meet somebody, it's more of what are you doing here or what are you doing on here? What do you like, if you're on Tinder, what are you looking for on Tinder? What are you doing on Tinder? Like, right. My fault. Keep going. Go ahead, bro. Yeah. I just think what are your intentions seems more of, all right, I'm trying to move into something different. You know, I'm trying to, you know, elevate from this level that we're at right now. And you don't do that when you first meet someone, you don't know anything about them. That's where the talking comes in. And then after talking, it's like, Okay, I, I kind of like you. I'm feeling you. You know, yeah, it seems like your head is in a good spot. Mm-hmm. All right, what are your intentions with me? I think, like I said, I think to both of your points, Greg and Sam's, um, maybe the question should be as far instead of saying intentions okay. right away, it should be what are you open to? Maybe like what are you like looking for right now in this stage of your life? Not so much what are your intentions with me? Like you just, you like to Sam's point, you just met me two seconds ago. I have yeah. no idea. So, what are you open to at this point in your life? I think is really the question that it should be. It should be asked that way. So if we're in the talking stage and everything like that, we just meet asking, what are you looking for right now in this point in your life? Or what are you open to right now at this point in your life? Whether that's you're only open to something casual, you know what I mean? Or just having casual sex or a platonic friend is all you're open to. Or if you're open to or looking for a serious long-term relationship, you know what I mean? 
So I think that's the verbiage that should be used as far as instead of what are your intentions, because intentions can't really be determined until X, whatever number date or however long you guys have been talking. So I definitely understand what you guys have, what you guys are saying as far as the intentions word maybe shouldn't be the one used in the beginning. But as far as what are your as opposed to what are you open, what are you open to, Aaron? What are you looking for? I think so. Okay, I understand. I just ask, why do you want me in your life? That's all. <laughs> like, I don't. Right. I'm like, cool. <laughs> like, nah. right. Why do you want me in your life? Like, girl, brother? bye. <laughs> Facts. Hey, it means, hey, if it gets the answer, shit, you get the answer. I get the answer. Facts. More direct answer. Facts. Why do you want. I'm about to have people mad with that it's one. Too direct. That's a direct. Why do you That's want a me very in your direct life? Answer. <laughs> you going to get your answer you want? I mean, yeah, it, it depends. It depends. It might, it might like you make me laugh. All right, cool. I just continue to make you laugh. That might depend on the maturity, like like uh, Mary said. You know, what I mean, how they respond to that, because that's that's direct. Like, what are you looking for? What are you open to? Is direct. But why you want me in your life is mm-hmm. that's a whole other question. That's a whole other bracket for above. a long time, right? <laughs> I feel like that's something you ask somebody before y'all get married. Like, why do you want me in your life? Right. <laughs> that's <laughs> not serious. some shit you say on a date. Like, be like. Check please. Facts. Like, who said I did? Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to get to know you. I don't want you long term necessarily. I haven't even got that far yet. <laughs> I haven't got that far yet. I haven't even got the appetizer, nigga. Damn. Like, <laughs> so, I don't even know your full name. Facts. What's your government? But um, <laughs> John Jacob Jingle Pirate Schmidt. His name was my name too. No, it wasn't. Shit. You right. But um. <laughs> Uh, did we answer all parts of the third of the third question? I know I kind of jumped ahead like shit in the very very beginning. But you did. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like every every question was answered for a further conversation. So you said what? I feel like every question was answered through conversation. Okay, just, I just want to make sure we answered everything that we had on the docket for yeah, this episode. Yeah. Um, to make sure we're giving the people what they need this yeah. week or the coming week because this drink not even dropping this week for real. We still got one in the in the holster. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Episode thirty nine dropping dropped on Wednesday. So if you're listening to this, didn't listen to episode thirty nine. Can't black people be racist? Go listen to that. Cause um, yeah, a make lot sure was said on that one. It was, and make sure you get your your notepad and pen ready when you do listen to that episode. Cause it's a lot of jewels and knowledge being dropped. But um. Yeah, you too, Greg. You too. Listen, I'll listen. I'll be texting you the problems I'll be having with you. He does. He does. He does. He's one of the only, he's pretty much the only one that does. He'll be like, yo, Vaughn, I ain't like that episode. Like, yo, Vaughn, I, li- I like that episode. Yeah, I like that. I, gotta, I like listen, that. Hey, keep it real. I, I got to tell you. You support either way. Yeah. Facts. That's all I love. I wouldn't Facts. be real if I was, hey, every episode is great, man. Right. Facts. Facts. That last episode was yeah. great. That last episode was great. That right. last, like, Are you really no. listening? <laughs> Facts. Nah, I'll be, I'll be coming right at him like, nah, bro. That ain't it. Yeah, he felt some type of way about that Kobe episode. Yeah, he felt some type of way. I was kind of hey, tight. I figured. I mean, if you're a Kobe fan, you're gonna be tight. But that's why we had the disclaimer. If I ain't even a Kobe fan like that. But I was just like, what was um, what was discussed? Oh, no. You gotta tune in. All right. <laughs> find out when y'all was Galen. What? Galen. Oh, nah, nah, nah. Never that. We we didn't even mention the sexual this um the sex assault allegations. That wasn't even mentioned. No, it wasn't Gail King. Nah, not yeah. at all. Her cool that was ass. Be tight though. Good. He probably was punching the radio and shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was at work. I was like, what is he talking about, man? Hey man, hey man. Like you said, all the shit. all the proof 
is in the pudding. Wow. And all the proof is in the oh, links that we dropped. Okay. Yeah, I see here. where this is going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see this. Take it, just, Keep it real over here. Facts. Just take a listen. Episode, what was it? Episode 38? Yeah, episode 38. You sure? So now yeah, it's 38. Yeah, was it 38? Yeah, it was 38, yeah. Nah, I, I could be wrong. Is this for 38 was a social media episode. I think it was 37. Yeah, 37. Oh, 37, shit. yeah, well, episode track, 37. Man. You know, I'm terrible with episode numbers. That's a regular weekly basis. You like me with title names. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, man, I mean, unless, like I said, anybody else has anything they want to say, any last thoughts, I think we, uh, running up on two hours here. So we got some, I got a lot of good content for the you people. Did. Yeah. Appreciate the audience pulling up. Just want to thank again, Sam. Excuse me. I said Sam was at Mary. Mary. <laughs> Sam Craig. <laughs> My bad. Okay. My bad. Yeah, thank y'all for pulling up. Um, facts, facts. I really appreciate it, man. I really appreciate the support. Pulling up, joining us here. And um Dropping yeah, gems, Drew. For sure. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, man. Yeah, yeah, officially a part of it. Yeah, I've already been a part of the Celestial Conversation family, but we got a new member here. Yeah, he's part so. of CC Squad. Three C's up. You exactly. Know what I'm gang, gang. No cripping. <laughs> CC's. Yeah, right. Big B's over there. Yeah. Okay, my wow. bad. Yeah. I don't want no smoke. Yeah. Wow. I don't want no smoke. I don't want no smoke. <laughs> Big B's. 400. But, um, <laughs> yeah, man. So, we, we good? We good, man. Wrap uh, it up. Yes, sir. All right, man. With that being said, Celestial Conversations, episode 40. As always, it's your boy, King Vaughn, on the mic. You can follow me at KingXVaughn underscore on Instagram and Rugby underscore Reggie on Twitter. And to my right, man, Grundy the Ghost. You can follow me at The Grundy Show on Instagram and Twitter. Most importantly, follow the podcast at Celestial underscore Conversations on Instagram and Celestial Convos on Twitter. And to my right, Greg, two underscores, Wayne B., Facts, facts. You want you want to plug the the photography? Hey man, if y'all need a nice little photo shoot, you know, maternity shoot, weddings, holla at me. Facts, holla at my man Greg. Man, take all the flicks, ladies. And I am Samantha Rachel. My Instagram is Samantha Rachel with three L's. And I'm Mary, Mary with the Mac. You don't gotta big follow blood. me. You can if you want. Big facts, <laughs> big hat, <laughs> big right. bees. Shout out to the. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Mary, yo. Shout out to Mary. But um yeah, man. And then shout out to the audience. As always, as, as always, man. Appreciate y'all listening. Appreciate y'all running the numbers up on a week to week basis, man. The numbers is going up. Crazy. Going crit my fact. Going brazy. They're going brazy. Hey. Going hey. brazy over Big there. Bees over there. Exactly. Clean B. Exactly. We ain't talking Beyonce. Nah, never that. But um yeah, so thanks to the audience, the fans, the listeners, you know what I mean, the celestial gang. For tuning in on a week-to-week basis, sharing the episodes, sharing the podcast, helping us grow. Um, we wouldn't be here without y'all. I know it's not like I just run a Grammy or something. <laughs> right. It's all good. Wait, that's facts. It's, it's all love. Good. We it's love It's all em. good. Facts. Facts. But, um, yeah, until next week, peace and love. Peace.